Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hello, hello, hello! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and we break it down whether we thought it was good or bad, and then we talk about whether it would make for a good date movie. Something to watch with your significant other, or maybe, um, you know, on a first date. So on this episode, we're talking about The Girl in the Spider's Web, directed by uh, Fede Alvarez, starring Claire Foy as Lisbeth Salander. This is essentially a rebooting of the series, as it has not much in common with the last movie we saw, uh, the 2011 version directed by David Fincher. So this movie has a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not, Not very good. And it basically bombed this weekend with about $8 million. So yeah, this movie did not do very well. It was not well received. But before we talk about this current version, uh, let's talk about the David Fincher version. What did you think of that film, which starred Daniel Craig and Rooney Mara? That film was wonderfully sadistic. Those two words can go together. Sure, um, sure they can. It was dark. It had a good story. The characters were there. Um, the acting was there. Did you did you like the story of uh, the the dragon tattoo? Because it's based on a popular series of books. I mean, I did like the story. Okay. I mean, it's not a story for the faint of heart. You know, it's no, not. No. It's got torture of women and rape, serial killing and rape. Yeah, so it's not. It's not something that you go into lightly. Right. But, you know, David Fincher is always... He's He's, he's always a great director. But that one, I mean, got Daniel Craig. I mean, just had a whole bunch of, I think, better actors. Uh, better actors than this version. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, mainly because of David Fincher and just what he brings to every movie that he's a part of. I have issues with... The material, because Elizabeth Salander, she's basically just motivated into the story by being raped mm-hmm. and then her revenge against that. That eats up it's like such a heavy portion of the source material. I and mean, that's not. It's that's not, not a da- good date night movie. That's not. No. Well, no. I wouldn't. <laughs> no. I mean, any movie that has like a two minute long rape scene up on the big screen is not. Not great date material. Sometimes the question is like, who's that movie for? Just, I guess, watch on your own, on your own time. <laughs> watch with a buddy. I don't even think watch with a buddy. <laughs> just, like, just watch it alone. <laughs> I mean, it's not a date night movie. I mean, you go right. and you, you know, <laughs> you bring your friends to it, I guess. But, um, you know, I think one of the things that I asked you right after we saw this movie was like, where's Mara Rooney? Yeah. Like, where did she go? Like, what has she been doing? Well, it's kind of like, why wasn't she in this film? I mean, and I know she wanted to come back. Right. I mean, I thought her Elizabeth character was a little better. I'd say a lot better. She... She brought a lot, and I love Claire Foy. I, sure, I love Claire Foy is a strong actress. I, I want to see her in something great. I haven't seen The Crown. I love The Crown. Uh, I just I haven't seen I haven't seen her in anything particularly great. 
but I'm rooting for her. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, um, okay, so that's what we think of the previous movie. I thought it was pretty good. I think it's one of David Fincher's worst, but, I mean, he's a, when you're talking about his worst, that's still a good movie. Yeah. So, that's <laughs> our dog bandit growling in the corner. <laughs> So that'll bring us to this current one. Uh, what what did you think of The Girl in the Spider's Web? Well, let, let's go into kind of what the story's about. The story's about Lisbeth, who gets... It's about nuclear launch code. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's about nothing. <laughs> it's, it's about Lisbeth, who gets in uh, the NSA, one of the, like, I guess, a disgraced NSA employee... Doesn't the, want the, the firewall into the wrong hands. Right. He's afraid of these launch codes getting into the wrong hands. Yeah. And the launch codes are stored on a like on a hard drive or something. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess I I should say up front. I mean I um I had trouble staying awake for this movie, so I may have blacked in and out during the second act. So there goes what you think about with the movie. <laughs> I know. I just I want to just offer full disclosure. There, there's going to be some plot elements that I don't. I'm not fully clear on because I was probably <laughs> unconscious. I had trouble staying awake. I but, mean, I was lo- I was looking at you throughout the whole time, and I'm I'm like just like watching you as you like pass out. And <laughs> you, sometimes you, did, you didn't snore this time, so this is great. You make it sound like I frequently do this. <laughs> there's been a couple. <laughs> No. I'm always awake. I'm always alert. But this movie was a challenge for me. But, I mean, you're... You you continue. So, I thought this movie was a drag. I thought it was... Hence me falling asleep. Yeah, I mean, the storyline just was not there. It wasn't in depth. It wasn't... I mean, there was hardly any action. It's supposed to be an action movie. Right. I felt like... Claire Floyd could have really like gone there into full on action, but just the story just wasn't there. It wasn't well written. And sometimes a mediocre story can be redeemed with some great action, like Transformers. Or, or yeah, or you know, my opinion, like a Mission Impossible movie. Like those plots are uh, who who cares? But there's great stunts. There's great action all throughout. It's it's fun. It's thrilling. Uh, but you're saying it didn't it didn't deliver on the action portion. I don't think so. No. I, I really don't think it was was great. They had this little boy character in it that I thought maybe they didn't go there because there was this little kid that was involved. Okay. It was the guy's son who had all the, the codes in his head or the passwords <laughs> for the fire. I the barely... Password for the firewall application, the firewall software. I barely remember this character. Exactly. <laughs> but she's like hand holding it, hand holding him throughout the whole entire thing. Okay. You know, saving him, making sure like he doesn't get into the wrong hands of the bad people. And then turns out the bad person is her sister. Which da, the trailers da, da. which the trailers gave away. The trailers did give away. So that yeah, that that was not a surprise, but it that doesn't happen until late very late in the movie. Yeah. I was awake for that. So I know that that happens dead last in the movie. And in that trailer, in that latex suit, like, oh my god, like, I think I would have, I would have died if I was an actor having to be in that Is that, was that like a a fetish suit? Yeah. Okay. Was that set up earlier in the movie? Or is it just like out of the blue? Like, here's a a fetish suit. Here's a suit. That's weird. It is. (laughs) That's, 
Doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, so this fetish suit just comes out of nowhere. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the sister's a little sadistic, but I think... And their relationship... That's because of the father. The father, I think... The opening scene establishes their relationship, where Lisbeth ran away, I guess, as a kid? Yeah, she got away from her dad, because her dad... Dad was a molester. Yeah. Right. So some creepiness right off the bat. Yeah. And then the, the sister, I guess, chose to stay with her dad versus jumping off the cliff or the house <laughs> with Lisbeth. And I guess that choice, you know, just horribly, emotionally uh, disfigured her into that into a horrible person. Yeah. Those the well, years the of abuse. The sister. The yeah. sister. Yeah. yeah. The sister became like the father. There you go. Yeah. Okay. You didn't like the story. You didn't like the action. Is there anything that you did like? Anything redeemable about this movie? <laughs> I'm or is it just at, a t total wipeout? I think it's a total wipeout. Yeah. It, it's just, it just, it didn't have the story, man. Like, it just wasn't there for me. No. I would not recommend going and spending 40 bucks to go see this movie. This is not a movie I would recommend <laughs> going to see. What about, like, a rental? Is it worth your time at home? Eh. That's a, that's a no. Eh. <laughs> so. I mean, I guess if you're really bored. Yeah, I guess if you've seen every every movie out there, put the put the David Fincher movie on first, and then put this definitely. movie on second, and see how that holds up at home. And even and you'll understand. And even the the whole trilogy of books, it has been made. I, I saw the original foreign language version with Numi Rapace, mm -hmm. uh, which was solid. I mean, it has again like horrible rape and torture in it. But it was a compelling story, and that came out uh, before the David Fincher movie. So this, these stories have been adapted many t many times, and well, this yeah, is this like, is the worst. I was like, why did the studio believe that this was a story that was worth telling? How did this movie well, they're adapting get a book. greenlit? They're adapting a book. I understand that, but the book is old. The book was year. I mean, sure, they're not popular anymore. So how? On they could Earth. have just hired a screenwriter to write an original story around Lisbeth Salander. They could have. I guess is that what you're saying? Yeah, but what what market is it for these for these movies anymore? I think there's a market for that character on the screen in a good story. I think. I mean, you know, in today's climate, I think people want to watch a woman like kick ass and make. Well, I mean, I guess that's one thing where it's make not dudes. For make dudes pay for the horrible things that they've done. I mean, that's what she's all about. She's like a vigilante for the Me Too movement. <laughs> so that's that should work. Yeah. It, just, it doesn't. And for whatever reason, I thought going into it, it, it could actually even be better than the David Fincher version. Well, yeah, because I like the opening scene where she's in that couple's house and the... the... Sure. Yeah, I guess that's the best scene. The husband was beating on his wife. And that scene, yeah, that's the whole trailer. I yeah, guess. <laughs> the whole trailer like gives away the best scene and the best part of the movie. That's that's what marketing does. I mean, they take the best. And this gives is, the movie away so you don't they, have to go see it. They have to, there you go. Yeah, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen the best parts of the movie. Spoiler alert. But <laughs> Sister jumps off a cliff. Is that Liz, how it ends? Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know no, how okay. it ends. No, I remember this. No, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I remember some cliff jumping. <laughs> oh, was, boy. Yeah. No, it was not memorable. So you wouldn't recommend this as a date movie? No. In any capacity? Why on earth would I do that? Again, going in, I thought there, 
there could have been improvements to the David Fincher version because this one is centered on Liz. How can you improve David Fincher? I, I realize this in hindsight, but going in, I figured there's not going to be any rape. I mean, that's, that's a, a plus. There you go. And because this one, Lizbeth, she's not a supporting character to the guy. It's she, She's the protagonist of the story. It's her story. It's centered around her. I thought all that could make it... And if there was good action... Yeah. Because the David Fincher version, it's more on mystery. It's more on atmosphere. It's light on action. I mean, you up the action, it could have been... It could have been something. Yeah. And it's not. I thought if it got a little more darker... Yeah, no, it was very, it was very bland. Yeah, very bland. I thought if it went a little dark, then it would have been a little bit better. The best moment, the most memorable moment, is when the guy takes off like his face. Yeah, and you just see his like gaping nostrils. Yeah, that was freaky, and that felt a little darker, a little more edge. When was that? (laughs) You're disagreeing with me. You don't remember? I don't remember that scene. He's part of the the spiders. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now I remember. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's again not much that's memorable. <laughs> that's just that that's proof of that. Between me and <laughs> nudging you awake. <laughs> there's there's really nothing positive to say. I guess that's it. That's it. That's a wrap. I mean there's not much <laughs> I, I mean I can say otherwise. But you know, I I mean you made good company and I'm glad you came with me. So. Oh, that's sweet. So there you have it. There's my date night. <laughs> uh, so that'll do it for this episode. You can find more of our episodes on birdseyefilm.com. You can follow us on Twitter at DN Movie Podcast. You can email us at the date night movie podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Bye. <laughs>